I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Down the blind, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. G'day guys, welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. We had the last quarterfinal that was played very, very early this morning between Tonga and Samoa. Samoa getting it done, 20 points to 18. I'll be honest with you, and as I said in my preview yesterday... I didn't really give them much hope. I thought Tonga would definitely get the job done here. So credit to Samoa. They obviously opened up this World Cup with a huge L against England, having 60 points put on them. The last two weeks, they stacked up some pretty good wins against lesser nations. And I didn't really read into it too much as far as form went. Granted, Tonga, they haven't been great during this World Cup either. Let's be perfectly honest here. They played PNG, which was probably their hardest game. And as I said, they were lucky to get away with it. Uh, maybe I overread the form of Tonga a little bit. I just didn't think Samoa had the pack and everything to be able to get up in this game. But credit to Samoa, credit to Matt Parrish. Uh, stand and deliver time came. And geez, didn't they stand and deliver? Very impressive. 20 points to 18. A cracking game. Probably the game of the World Cup for me so far. We had an earlier game with Tonga and PNG that was very good. Uh, but I thought this one was sensational. I really did enjoy this game. And it opened up with uh, Jaden Sewer. He scored the first try. We said in the preview uh, that we would be matching up Jaden Sewer with Isaiah Katoa. As much as we love Katoa, he is a young halfback coming into uh, professional rugby. Rugby League. This is his, what is this, like his fourth game or third game of first-class rugby league. Every single game he's played so far, halves have been able to get their back rails one-on-one with him. We mentioned it in the first game against PNG with Reese Martin. And here you had Samoa. They managed to isolate Jaden Sewer on him and get the very best out of him. Sewer went through. He had plenty more work to do. Came off his right foot and left Will Hopawate for dead. So the first try came down the right edge for Samoa, picking out young Isaiah Katoa. Uh, this will be a really good World Cup for him, especially before 
He plays first grade. He'll take a lot out of it. He'll have a lot of tape to look back on from this World Cup, especially defensively. Obviously, what he has to work on, this is what happens in, uh, I was going to say in the NRL, but this is what happens in professional rugby league. Teams, they will work you out, work out your weaknesses, whether it be your outside shoulder, inside shoulder, whatever it might be, and they will target you relentlessly. And this will be the case for Katoa coming into first grade. I've obviously spoken a lot about him, absolutely love him, but this is sort of why I ideally don't want to start him in the halves uh, for the Dolphins. I know a lot of people push back on that, but this is part of the reason. Despite how high I am on him, uh, he has still got a lot to learn, and as he should, he's a 19, 18-year-old uh, who hasn't played first grade yet. He hasn't played against men all that much. Penrith didn't really play him in the New South Wales Cup until the back end of the season. So defensively, there are still things to work on there, as there should be for a half his age. Jaden Sewer crashed over for the first meaty Daniel Tupu. He responded just seven minutes later. And then Jerome Luai, about 10 minutes after that, scored a cracking individual try. I think credit to Jerome Luai. He obviously copped a lot of shit after that first game. He's nothing without Cleary. All, all the talk that came out from people. Um, and the reality is the next two games after that, he was the best player on the field. Uh, yes, they played lesser nations, but you want your halves and you want your most experienced players uh, to be the best on the field. And he might not be your most experienced player as far as caps and NRL games, but as far as like genuine experiences in rugby league, going back-to-back the last two years playing Origin, and he probably is their most experienced player, Jerome Luai. So you really couldn't ask for much more. He had a very good game this morning. He's been unbelievable for the last two weeks. So as much as a lot of you don't like Jerome Luai or whatever it might be, credit to him. Uh, He got his ass handed to him in that first game. He had his tail between his legs, but he's managed to bounce back. So respect, all my respect to Jerome Luai. I think he's handled the last few weeks really, really well. As I said, he's got a cracking individual try. That left foot of Jerome Luai, when he's bouncing around and he's confident, uh, he is he is lethal, Jerome Luai. So love everything about his game this morning. He was great. Ran for 96 metres, that line break, that try, a couple of tackle breaks. Uh, he was pretty solid, Jerome Luai. So obviously his hard partner, Anthony Milford, he had three try assists. He was fantastic as well. The Milf, another guy that I didn't think would be here, to be honest with you. I thought they'd go with Chanel Harris-Tavita, uh, who was on the bench here. They got a couple of minutes in this game, but credit to the Samoan Haas after getting their ass handed to them a couple of weeks ago. They bounced back well. Jerome Lewis scoring a good little individual try, and then, of course, Anthony Milford laying on three with three try assists there. Uh, we then had, just before halftime, Takiaho crashed over. A nice little deft kick from Sonny Luke, the Penrith Panthers hooker. Uh, I think you will see him start, probably come off the bench for Penrith this year. I think they'll start with Mitch Kenny, and I think Sonny Luke, he'll come on for really good impact and I think it'll be a really good combo you can then use Mitch Kenny a little bit later in the game to play as a middle forward if you'd like as well so I really like that combo I think Sonny Luke has got a lot to offer I don't think he's ready to be an 80 minute hooker like some people are telling me Um, but yeah that that play that he had there really nice kick it was last tackle really hard to get those kicks right especially to make them sit up after just two bounces and three meters away at the pace he hit it at and everything Um, to time your run with front rowers very very impressive and Takiaho we've always known the sort of play he is. If you just watch his how he picks that ball up, just so clean with one hand at pace, being a big body like him, collecting a, a kick that was low on the ground like that. Very, very impressive, Takiyaho. He's just got something special about him. I really... It is really disappointing that he is going over to the English Super League. I still think he would have so many more years in the NRL. I'm surprised that another team didn't snatch him up. 
Uh, we then had Brian Toto. He scored in the 58th minute. A nice little kick from Anthony Milford. I think it was for Stephen Crichton. It was all left, though. And Brian Toto, he was able, Brian Toto, sorry, he was able to just grab it and stick it down there. That was off the back of an unbelievable run from Joseph Suwali'i. Uh, I thought he was really good this morning as well. Fuck, he's a goer. Um, 21 runs, 231 run meters, 10 tackle breaks, one line break. If you get an opportunity, go and have a look at this run that he takes just before the Brian Toto try, I believe it is. It is absolutely barnstorming. He picks out Sonny Luke, makes him look silly in defense, and then just keeps on going. Breaks about six tackles on this one run. Uh, he's obviously got a lot more to add to his game, Suwali'i, but you can see that raw talent. It is there. Incredible stuff. And then with Samoa leading at the back end there, I think it was 22-12. Tonga, they did score a last try to keep them in the game. A beautiful run by Moses Sully. Looking really quick over the ground at the moment. Moses Sully obviously did a bit of training, some extra sprints training before he went over there that, that, that I saw him doing. Paid dividends in this moment. He managed to find Sione Katoa back on the inside to score. Well done for Katoa for sniffing around the middle. Always staying alert. It's great to see a center and a winger link up smack in the middle of the field. You don't see it all that often. And that was how it finished, 22-18. Congratulations to Samoa. A fantastic victory here. One that I didn't think they'd be able to get. So egg all over my face. Underestimated this team. And I think it's an incredible effort for them to turn around what happened to them just a couple of weeks ago against England. Sensational stuff. So congratulations to Samoa. Congratulations to all the Samoan fans who stuck strong with them. I was very, very nervous about how this World Cup was going to turn out for them. But so many of you Samoan fans, you're stuck solid and you've you've got the rewards for it. So congratulations. Tonga, on the other hand, wow, disappointing. Let's be honest here. Uh, I expected much more out of them coming into this World Cup. I think the vast majority of people probably had Australia, New Zealand. Then I think a lot of people, especially down here in Australia, and maybe we are underestimating this England side, or we did underestimate, or I definitely underestimated this English side, sorry. But I think a lot of people had Tonga probably slightly ahead of England. So probably third overall. I think the vast majority of people had them, if not third. They would have had them fourth, and they haven't. They're the only team of those four that people had at the top that haven't made it. Um, haven't made it to the semifinals. And when you consider that in order for them to make the semifinals, you know, they didn't have to play England. They didn't have to play the Kangaroos. They didn't have to play New Zealand in a sudden death match. Uh, a pretty disappointing turnout for Tonga, who, you know, it, was only, it wasn't that long ago that they were beating Australia. That was 2018 or 19, I think it was, uh, with a fantastic squad coming into this World Cup as well. Pretty disappointing. I... Um, I really did think that their their side on paper was better uh, than the Samoan side, especially, you know, in the forward pack. I mean, this forward pack's unreal. Adam Fanua Blake, Havili, Mofotawaka, Felice Kafusi, Kolomantangi, Taumalolo, Takiaho, Fafita, Ben Murdoch, Masilla. I mean, very, very disappointing um, for Tonga in this World Cup. The bright side, though, I thought... Lola here throughout it. He was fantastic. They obviously unearthed young Isaiah Katoa, who we've been talking about for a long time. Showed a lot of ability in attack. He was fantastic. Obviously, defensively, he's got a lot to work on, which we uh, have already spoken about. But yeah, look, I, I thought that this team should have done better than what they did. I'm a little bit disappointed in Tonga, to be honest with you. They obviously had a few injuries uh, throughout this World Cup. A couple of guys missing. Uh, but... I mean, you know, Cole is out. You could have had there's a few other guys that were standing on the sideline. Can't think of names off the top of my head. But, yeah, let's call it what it is. A disappointing World Cup for Tonga. I thought they would have done better. When you have a look through 
their games in this World Cup. Obviously, they, they, they beat Papua New Guinea in the first game, which, um, you know, I thought they were lucky to get away with. We've spoken about this. I thought PNG were probably the better side. They managed to score a very a try very late to win that one, but I thought PNG were unlucky a number of times during that game. They beat Wales 32-6, to which was fine. They obviously put a big score on the Cook Isles, which was incredibly entertaining, 92-10. to uh, But then coming into this game, they were about a $1.60 favourites. I thought that was good value, to be honest with you. I, I was really confident Tonga were going to win, and to lose to Samoa. Obviously, arch rivals this game. It's got a bit of a state of origin sort of feel to it, and it definitely had that sort of a feel to it this morning. I think Tonga, they'll be very, very disappointed um, with their performances throughout this World Cup. They only played two sides uh, that you would say aren't in the bottom tier, realistically. Papua New Guinea, they just beat them, uh, and we're probably lucky to beat them, and realistically, and, and they lost to Wales. So, um, all things considered, with the squad they've got, with the halves that they had that played well, um, Jason Tamalolo, Colin Montungi, Felice Kafusi, Adam Fanua, Blake, let's call it what it is, a pretty disappointing World Cup for Tonga. So, tough one. Just when you sort of think that they are becoming a real powerhouse, uh, a disappointing performance, a disappointing few weeks there. So, hopefully, Tonga, they can bounce back from this World Cup. Not sure what internationals are going to look like over the next few years, uh, but they definitely are building a really good side for the future. Obviously, when we get to the next World Cup, just have a look at these names, you know, Suli, Pensini, Katoa. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Sione Katoa, Isaiah Katoa, uh, AFB, Mo Fodawaka, Colin Mantungi, Taumalo. Like a lot of these guys will be at the next World Cup as well. Sonny Luke, uh, Amon. So they, they have built a really good squad for the future. And there will be more talent that will come into this side. But um, when we're talking about just this World Cup, you have to say it is a disappointing one. And that's just because we held them at high standards because they have got a sensational team. But Samoa, congratulations to them. They will go on to play England next week. We'll have a little preview of those games. So for them to get an opportunity to have some revenge on England, sensational. The storyline there is great. And if they do manage to beat England after getting done by 54 or 60 or whatever it was a couple of weeks ago, that'll be one of the great World Cup stories of all time, I think. Sensational stuff. Uh, Stay tuned, guys. Plenty more content coming today on the Rugby League Guru Podcast. (laughs) 